0: To our moderator to all these outstanding preachers and pastors and ministers and deaconess and deacons and all of the people of god that are gathered here today i'm glad to be here god is good amen thank god for all of you you may be seated thank you so much we got our deacons from friendship back there in the back moderator barbara so we're so glad that they Drove up, I can look back there and they can just say, okay, keep going or sit down. You know, moderator, uh, Barbara, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak uh, today. Uh, You know, it's real good to speak to preachers. And you know why? One thing is that uh, when you're speaking to preachers, you know, I'm going to be modest, at least 90% of them are going to be better preachers, better preachers than you, so you don't have to really do much, because the expectation is low. Amen. We got some great preachers in here today. Amen. So it makes your job easy. So I thank God for this, for this opportunity, certainly to be here. I'm going to speak this morning from the subject, and the theme that we have, which is a good thing. It says, envision the future exceptionally through faith. You know, that's a good one. That first part of that scripture says, therefore we uh, do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, and yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. You know, I like this theme because it says envision. I think the problem of it is We can't have a vision of a good future, an exceptional future. We ought to have a vision of an exceptionally uh, future. And I like what uh, Reverend Kennedy said about faith. You know, the church is about faith. It seems like we have lost faith. We have more faith in politics. Certainly we've got more faith in material things. But our faith needs to be in the Lord. Amen. And you know we really don't have to create faith. Jesus is our example. He said, uh, follow me. That's what as as servants of God we uh, should be following Christ. We should be doing what he is the example. Uh, We need to not only as Christians follow him, but to teach our people to follow Christ, uh, follow us as we follow Christ, to follow Jesus. And what was this, if you would, this exceptional vision that he had for the people? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's chosen me to proclaim the goodness of to the unhappy and to the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the bound and light to the blind, salvation and rest to the exalted. That's what our vision is. Our vision is to bring sight to the blind, freedom to the captives. So how are we going to do all that as a tall order? How should we do go about that? What did Jesus did? Uh, the Bible records that he went into the wilderness and where he was tested for 40 days and 40 nights. And, and as you all know the story, he, he was hungry. He didn't eat. He was fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And, and I can just imagine. Day one, he was strong. The flesh was strong. He wasn't hungry. He wasn't uh, thirsty. Day Two, he was the same way. About day 10, the body would have begun to be weakened. About day 30, the body would be even more so. And around day 40, as the scriptures say, wasting away. The body was wasting away. And, and, and the flesh was saying to him, you are the son of God. You can do something about this. You can turn stones to bread. You the son of God. And Jesus was saying, in essence, he could have. Certainly he could have. But remember this. I like the way you say it about the spirit. Jesus is the son of God. Joseph is not his father. Joseph is of the flesh. Mary was a virgin. His father was the is the Holy Spirit. And the spirit overcomes the flesh. He could have turned it to the stones to bread, but he was born of the flesh. But he controls the flesh. And when you think about that, you see we waste away I don't even want to say we as Christians, but I guess I agree with you. We are wasting away because sometimes the burden of ministry makes you feel like you're wasting away. But one thing that is certain, there are many people who are not in church who don't know Christ. They're wasting away. You and I are not wasting away. They're wasting away. They don't have. They don't see the future. And if we don't see the future, uh, uh, a future that's exceptional for them, if we don't see that future by faith for them, how are they going to see it? We must see that future. We must present the future. We must uh, show that future. Jesus said that his father has given him power over all flesh that he shall give eternal life to as many as he has given and this is eternal life that they might know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. I like what John the Baptist said, John the Baptist said I must decrease that you must increase. I think sometimes as, as ministers and pastors and leaders, we don't want to decrease. We don't want to decrease. We, as you said, I agree with you, we want to do it our way. We want to do it the Moses way. You know, every generation, the church must change. The young millennials, don't, they, don't do, they don't do things like you and I did them. They don't even carry cash around. They use their, their, their cell phones to Pay bills and buy whatever they want to buy. Yeah. And he that is earthly and speak of the earth. He that comes from heaven is above all. This is what John the Baptist said. For him who God sent speak the word of God. But God does not give the Spirit sparingly. God gives us that spirit. Problem of it is that, like the man who saw Paul uh, ministered and having the Holy Spirit fall upon them, and the Bible say he was a, a certain vagabond Jew, and he took upon himself to call with the evil spirits and. He said to the man that had seven spirits, he said, seven evil spirits, he said to this man, he said, uh, I command you in the name of Jesus that Paul preached to come out of that man. The evil spirit spoke and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Because he didn't have the spirit. He had the words. And sometimes as preachers, we think it's the words. No, it's not our words. It's not our giftedness. It's the spirit of God. It's the power. We have this power in earthly vessel. And it is a tremendous power. But it's not our power. It's God's power. And it's a spirit power. Reminded, moderator, the preacher. He was tall and had a wonderful Voice. And people just loved him to hear him speak. He would get up and say, Mesopotamia. And the women say, I don't mean no fault. I'm not criticizing. But the women would say, he said Mesopotamia. And that's all he said. The point was he said it in such a magnificent way, but it was words, it was his words, it was his voice. But the spirit of God is where the power is. The power is not in our voice, in our giftedness. You know, uh, recently, I've, last year, I've been involved with Youth for Christ. And I'm just amazed on what they do. Uh, and they go into the middle schools and they talk to the kids. And they don't, they don't, they're not a church, but they bring young people to Christ. And they do that by simply having a relationship with them. And, And they have some little snacks and they have a pizza. But it's all relationships. And then they are able to present Christ to these young people. And you know one thing about it? They are hungry to know Christ. They are hungry for a relationship. And that power of the Spirit changes things. We've all seen the reports of of people who've been in prison and find Christ in the jailhouse. Find Christ in the jailhouse. How is it that they are able to go from being violent criminals and, and even in the jailhouse, even in the prison, being violent, but when they find Christ, they are changed persons. I tell you, the power of God, the power. So this future that we envision is a future that if we would use the power that we have, if we would use the spirit that's in us, we could change some lives. We could make it a bright future. You think about this is black history, man, and and we recognize, we remember black history. And those preachers in that time, they wasn't educated. They didn't have any Ph.D. But somehow or another, they had a vision that one day God will help us out some way. One day God will save us from slavery. One day, how can he come up with that? When the whole world, the whole country was against us. The government was against us, but yet they had a vision for the people. And it wasn't education, it was God. It was the spirit of God in them that said somehow or another, I just believe. I just trust that God is going to make a way. Jesus told uh, some of the Jews, he says, uh, destroy this temple, and in three days I'll raise it up. They said to him, we took 46 years to build this temple. But Jesus was talking about a spiritual temple, his body. And certainly we know what happened. We know the story. They thought they could destroy his body. They thought they could destroy his body. They beat him. They hung him on the tree, put him in the tomb. They thought they had destroyed him, but three days later, you know he got up. The spirit raised him up. God raised him up. I tell you, God is awesome. Spoke about Paul knowing how about wasting away. Paul went through some things. Unlike us, Paul said, in his own words, he said, five times I received 39 stripes. 3 times I was beaten with rods rods 3 times I was shipwrecked I spent a night and a day in the deep in journeying often in danger in waters in danger with robbers in danger from my own countrymen in danger from brethren in danger in cities in danger in the wilderness in danger among false brethren in weariness and painful in hunger and thirst in fasted in cold and nakedness, and yet Paul had to carry on for the church. He was not able to do that except the Spirit of God was with him. And so as I close, we move on as we continue this East Coast together today. I summarize by saying this, this treasure in us, many do not know about it this treasure, this valuable treasure of the Spirit in us. We have a power, I tell you. The same power that raised up Jesus from the dead. That same power can change lives. That same power can give us the, 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 the future that we can envision. And I know what God has for us. God has blessings for us. God has goodness for us. And God has for our, for our people. And we, as we go forward, Moderator, my prayer is that we refocus on these young people. We see who don't see no future. Many of them don't even think they're going to make it past uh, 30 years old. But We can change that. Not with our words, but with the Spirit of God. Because it's the Spirit that has the power. God bless you is my prayer.